Hey, everybody, it's Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. Good friend Laura Snoke with us, Art Source, and Mark Mancini might join us sometime uh, on this program. But uh, let's talk NBA first. As we speak, uh, we're a couple hours, less than a couple hours away now from uh, game five between Boston and Miami. And Laura, the first uh, three went all the way uh, for the Heat. Uh, Boston came back to win at Miami in game four. I've got the weirdest of hunches. This hasn't happened ever in the NBA. I have the weirdest of hunches. This game's going to go seven. And if it's going seven, Boston's got a pretty good shot. Laura Snoke, what do you think? Well, I, I was hoping that the Lakers would be the first team ever to come back from three nothing, um, but that didn't happen. Uh, as a longtime Laker fan, I'm obviously rooting for Miami um, against Boston. Um, no, no surprise there. Uh, I don't know. Miami looks awfully good. I I don't see Boston coming back, but um, you know they're going to be at home. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the smart money is, but my my money would be on on Miami. Talking about smart money, not so smart money. Now with us in Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper. So Mark, who do you like? It's three one, Miami over Boston. They play game five later. Tonight, as we tape this on Thursday, it's only uh, plus three hundred right now. Just so you know, if you check the Celtics. All right. So who do you like, Mark? Who do you like? Well, tonight? I'll tell you the, the greatest coach in Laker history resides in Miami, and he's running the operation with a blank check from Mickey Aronson, Pat Riley. If John Starks hit those shots in New York, this guy would have won in every city he stepped foot in. I love Pat Riley. I love him to take out Boston and clean out Denver, wherever Denver, Colorado is. Folks, tonight, uh, Arts, what's the, what, what's the number tonight? Boston's favored by what? Uh, I believe Boston's favored by two and a half last time I checked. Okay, I would jump on uh, the Celtics, not just because uh, Mark's the other side, but that's a major reason. But. <laughs> I Watch out, my pirates are coming. Well, I, I do think He's the Celtics are going to win tonight, but I think they're going down in game six. Mark's okay. been better yeah. lately, Refresh. Yeah. Mark's been uh, better I lately. Laura. I think he's I, only the second to worst sport, sports handicapper. I've always now, not said, Laura, when God's created women, the world was complete. But I think Boston will win by 10 tonight. I think they'll win by double digits. That's just a, a hunch. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, and again, nobody's ever come back. I also think the NBA wants this series to continue because they don't want to have nine days between the start, the end of the of the you know the finals, and then the start of the NBA finals. Okay, let me let me ask you a question. Let's say Miami wins tonight. Is that an advantage or a disadvantage? My point is, they're going to be pretty stale, uh, uh, and Denver's what? even going to be more stale. What do you do for nine days, Fred? Trying to get ready to play. Yeah, so we'll, but my, my my point my point is if this series goes seven, the winner of this series is that an advantage or disadvantage? Is you're going to say it's an it's an advantage because you're not going to be stale starting June one in the in the finals, but it's a disadvantage because you could be injured. So is it an advantage I or think, disadvantage? I think these guys are such highly highly in tune athletes that I think um, a little bit of rest is great, like two or three days. But I think once you get seven, eight, nine days in there, I don't think that's a real positive situation. 
Laura, let me ask you. So uh, the, the Denver Nuggets uh, are going to have to wait a long time and Boston or Miami probably won't, won't have to wait as long, obviously, at this point. And we talked about being stale. You think Denver might be stale in the first game or two uh, by not playing uh, for nine days? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the statistics are in terms of teams that have had big layoffs. Typically, teams that have won their previous series four straight are usually the better team. So I, I don't know if that's really a factor so much. Um, I, my, I mean, as a fan, I want Miami oh, yeah, to beat Laura, Boston, and I want Miami to beat Denver. Yeah, I like Laura. Denver dominated the Lakers. I didn't see Denver dominating the Lakers. I thought all four the Lakers were in every game. Mark, I've got to ask you, you think it's a, a, a negative uh, that you're not playing for nine days or what do you think? Well, you're a little rusty, but, you know, hearing Jimmy Butler's comments, just drink beer, relax, have fun. I mean, this is a loose bunch in Miami. <laughs> you know, they beat Milwaukee. They took a New York Knicks team out. They're about ready to take the Celtics. This is a team that just kind of beats to their own drum. And, and I think what they're seeing here is, you know, if it comes down to Miami and Denver, whether who has nine days off or six days or whatever, Eric Spoltra can outcoach Mike Malone over there. And, I, and there's All another right. factor here. What? There's one other factor, Fred. And it's Jason Tatum. If he goes off, the Celtics are in this series. If he does his disappearing act, which he's due for, it's over. All right, let's talk. Let's about talk about somebody who's no longer uh, alive in this series, uh, LeBron James. Art, does he remain a Laker or does he retire? What happens to LeBron James? You mean the general manager of the Lakers? Well, you know he wants to get his buddy Kyrie over there, and I think that would be the worst thing could ever happen to the Laker organization. Agreed. Agreed. I like the way this team came together at the end of the season. I think, you know, with Austin Reeves and Hashimoto, you got some guys out there that are coming into their own. And I think, you know, if, if you get if if AD and LeBron can stay healthy with that young nucleus, maybe add a shooter, I think the Lakers are not that far off in a wide open Pacific or what well, conference? Laura, you and Ed go to a lot of Laker games. What do you think? You agree with Art? I I do. Um, I hope they don't break up this team. I think they could use another outside shooter. Um, maybe Cantavius right. Caldwell Pope would be great. Oh, uh -huh. they traded him. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, or maybe a perimeter defender like Alex Caruso. But um, <laughs> yeah, they traded him. Do they have. Traded him too, didn't they? Um, but no, I I think the fact that they that they 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 recon I think first of all, getting Kyrie Irving would be on a par with getting Westbrook. I just I don't think you can bring in a, a player um, like Kyrie Irving and try so to have there's not enough basketball to go with, around. Yeah, it's just I think they could should just build on what they got. Well, they, they could have beaten Denver. I mean, they were in this series. There was no question. Every game. And um, I, I just hope they don't. I agree with Mark. I hope they don't trade for Kyrie. I think that would be a big mistake. Hey, well, Mark, let me ask you a question. Um, Laura just mentioned Russell Westbrook. 
Do you think he comes back with the Clippers or does he go elsewhere? I think he comes back with the Clippers, but to finish up on the Lakers, I don't think LeBron James will ever take over this town. It was built with Jerry West, Magic Johnson, and Kobe Bryant. So he's kind of like an outsider. And I had a guy call me the other day and tell me Anthony Davis is better than Shaquille O'Neal. I told him, I proceeded to what? tell the guy, you <laughs> should never drink when you call me. You should never drink. Anthony Davis plays like Luke Chamberlain one night, and he plays like Mike Schreck the other night. Art, why does Anthony Davis sort of disappear sometimes? <laughs> what was that, Fred? I'm sorry. Uh, why does, in your opinion, Anthony Davis disappear <laughs> off the court sometimes? Like he's not I don't there. Think he's, I don't think he's an alpha. I don't think he's an alpha male. I think, um, you know, he's one of those guys that has a lot of talent. Um, and when he's fired up, he plays great basketball. But there's times when he does the Jason Tatum and disappears. Harden does the same thing in Philadelphia, and to be perfectly frank, so does Embiid. I can but tell Harden you does it intentionally. Never don't see Jokic. <laughs> never don't see Jokic Harden does play it hard. intentionally. Art, don't you think Harden does it intentionally? I think Harden disappears intentionally. I don't think AD disappears intentionally. I'm, I'm not. I don't, I can't quite figure out what is going on with him. Yeah. I mean, he he's so talented and then he just he misses shots that he makes every other it's not like he's not getting yeah. good looks although he is a force oh he's incredible you know, i think his natural position is the four position not the five right. position that he's right. playing now well you know i think if the lakers there was a guy they got in 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 and when they reconstituted the team they got this guy in there, Mamba, I think his name is. And um, he played really well. He didn't play that many games, but he, he played really well when he played. And then he got injured, and he never played in the playoffs. And I think it would have made a difference. They needed some big bodies yeah. to throw. And I was, you know, I kept saying, why aren't they, why aren't they playing Tristan Thompson? Because he's that exact kind of player. You go in there yeah. and get, you know, four fouls, yeah. just get Jokic out of his position. Because right. that guy just stood there like a statue and um but they only played him i think in one game i think he only played thompson the last game if i'm so not laura, mistaken what laura, laura what you're trying to say is uh davis kind of plays like maybe dave roberts manages the dodgers on this road trip like putting like putting bickford in the game to lose it yesterday Okay. 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 I said it. I predicted it. I, I, I said to, I predicted that we were watching the game. I said, Bigford's going to come in. He's going to lose the game. They have nobody <laughs> left. It never fails. All right. So uh, about a third of the baseball season, MLB actually over. Mark just brought up baseball. Laura, how do you think the Dodgers win 106 games two years ago? They win 111 games last year. They're going to win between 80 and 90. I don't think any more than that with this pitching staff. What do you think? Looking, they're not looking that great. Well, I mean, they're playing all right. I mean, they're still they still got what 30, 31 wins. Is, 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 is um, Urias out? Is, and then me are also out now. Well, Urias, out? yeah, Urias is kind of a minor injury. But he should be back, but May's on the sixty day IL. I mean, he's, I mean, he's got some elbow pronation injury. I don't know. It's not sixty yeah. days. That's not a good sign. 
All right, let me uh, ask. So. No, they brought up two kids from Oklahoma City. I didn't get a chance to see the results from Atlanta the other night. How, how did these two pitchers fare the last two games? Well, okay. Gonsolin pitched pretty well. They won two out of three. In Atlanta, yeah. Okay. But they I lost pretty well. But, you know, their bullpen is just – I don't – Bitford, he's just – I think Fred's right on the money. I think 90 games, which is 18 over 500. The thing that, they, that has me worried is, is Mark's Padres. They're, they're, starting to, they're starting to dip like four or five games under 500. I'm a little worried about them. You know, you know what, Art? As a former player, you know this, that there's – that all these teams are to, are dealing with all these analytics and all of this, you know, all these statistics, but you can't evaluate team chemistry. Yeah. And, and, right on the head, and that's Laura. so important because these are team sports. And the Padres, I mean, they've well, I got know, these. I know for a fact that Tatis, Tatis and Machado don't get along. And Soto doesn't Machado seem to doesn't get along with anyone. Yeah. Machado. Get oh, well, size let, Machado. Let, let, I want to go back to the Dodgers for a moment. $13 million for Noah Syndergaard called Thor. Thor is really slow. Thor's done. Yeah. Thor's not going to win many games this year. That was the biggest. I mean, I can't think of a bigger waste of $13 million. They don't sign hey, Fred, What about the sisters of perpetual joy? Uh, and now they're, they're going to be honored. They're, they're, they're invited again. Congratulations, Dodgers. Uh, pressure. I watched that. I watched that video, and, and I didn't have any idea what they were all about. But I said to myself, "Wow, what am I watching here?" Yeah. But you know what? The Dodgers, uh, you know, felt pressure one way. They caved, and they felt more pressure the other way. And they caved. With the Angels. The Angels had stepped up to the plate, I think, and were going to honor them, and then the Dodgers yeah. came back. Yeah, yeah. The Angels, that's exactly uh, what happened. That, that's funny. That's right, but again, Syndergaard. I mean, I, I'm not a baseball scout, but I can tell you he's all done. Laura, is he done or what? He, he's certainly been disappointing. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think the pitchers are having trouble with the pitch count. I think they're um, – it reminds me of Brian Harvey. Especially the relief pitchers. I think that it's just tough. I mean, they're not used to having to – I mean, they're used to being able to regroup, you know, after somebody hits a home run or – so, and then they're, they're – it's – I think that's well, you know, really part of it. It's become such a power game. You know, guys like Mel Stottlemyre, guys that used to throw the stinker like a Tommy John who could place the ball up and down, in and out. You know, those are still great pitchers. But now the game of baseball is all 95-plus, you know, aspirin tablets and heat. And, and I'm telling you, pitching is a fine art. It's not just how hard you throw the ball. Right. Wow. Now, because because those hitters can hit a, a 100, 101 exactly. mile an hour fastball if it's down the middle and they timed it. Yeah, they, it. Yeah, they can hit Remember, I mean, Greg Maddox, he could make that ball tail in like, you know, a foot to the inside, then work a slider away. You know, it, it just amazes me that that the pitching coaches in Major League Baseball don't understand that if you throw that hard, you actually take away the movement of the fastball, whether it's a four-seamer or a cutter or whatever you're throwing. And what's this new pitch called? The What do they call the, the, new, the new slider? Is it sidewinder? What, what, what's the new term for that? That, that blew my mind the other night. I don't know, but in, th in 30 seconds. I think the Baltimore Orioles are fun to watch. 
I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to win 90 plus games. Laura, what do you think of the Orioles? Uh, yeah, I haven't really watched them that much because I've been watching the Dodgers. Real, but yeah, there's. They're certainly playing well. I mean, Tampa Bay's playing well. A lot of teams are yeah. playing well. I do. Oh, so I have to say, Laura, I do Laura, like it's only, the. It's only twenty five bucks a month. The the did it with the young farm system, but they bring up these kids like Mountcastle. I get to watch them all the time here, where I am, and I got to tell you, they play a real exciting brand of baseball, Fred. No, I, I really I'll do. T- Laura. I just, I'll tell you what was really exciting was watching that new pitcher pitch uh, win his first. Um, and first major league game the other night. Oh, yeah. Bobby Miller. I mean, he pitched great. Rose Hart, so maybe, huh? Laura, you can break the tie. I get a lot of uh, friends, female friends, that say James Altman is better looking than Mike Piazza. I said, not a doubt. Mike Piazza was the best looking Dodger. Can you break that, the tie James Altman's, pre- James Altman's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. I don't know. I have to go back and look at Mike Piazza, but Altman's pretty cute. He needs a different haircut. Yeah, when Piazza was in his late 20s, I I definitely think he had no trouble portraying any days. No. All right, so Laura Laura is going for Altman, and that's it for Believe Sports Business. Media also heard on Pod Clips. Laura, thank you very much. Mark, thank you very much. Art, thank you very much. Mario, thank you very much for putting this show together. We'll see you around the corner. You gotta believe, baby.